Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Cameron Woolley Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Cameron Woolley. Yeah. So, quite a hectic week. Oh, man. Where do we begin? We have a big one, big News. one this week. Um, football, baseball, hockey. Well, let's start out with what the people want. We're going to... Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about some uh, NFL playoffs. Okay. Oh my God, this good was, games, man. They, they, they were entertaining. They were. They were. They were all entertaining in one way or another. Even the games, the only game that I could classify as boring to watch was the Rams Seattle game. Yeah. Well, boring. It was the least fun to watch. It was you know it was I mean? entertaining because I kind of I'm I'll, I did, did you I have an I told you so moment about the Rams? Oh yeah, yeah. Which I think uh, you did told yeah. me last week. I think I think you did tell me last week if we rerun the game tape. But, but I I told you I no I had the Seahawks. Yep, I know. Oh, you did. Okay, I had the Seahawks. I did not have the Rams. I, I did not buy them one bit. Wow, I I thought Russell Wilson was just gonna pass all over that field and. Uh, we we all thought that Russell Wilson was gonna gonna cook, but turns out Seahawks, uh, Mickey Mouse twelve and four, I guess. Yep, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of Mickey Mouse teams. They're well, they got exposed. That's what the playoffs are all about. Exposing the, you know, trimming trimming the fat off the. We're trimming some more fat off the league, if you will. And, right, and oddly enough, right, these Mickey Mouse uh, teams. Don't go into the Super Bowl. They don't win the Super Bowl, and then they don't go to Disneyland after. So, how ironic! Yes, everybody. ironic. How All right, ironic. so let's go from the top down. Okay, starting with on Saturday at one o'clock, the Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills faced off in Orchard Park in Buffalo, with Bills Mafia being able to attend the game. Yeah, thank you, thank God they were <laughs> able to able to go to that game. From New York, very stringent on. Lockdown regulations, very have whatever opinions you will on it, but I did not expect any fans to be at any sporting event in New York until yep. like at least late summer. Oh, yeah. But Bill's Mafia, they didn't care. It was the first home playoff game since like the oh, mid 90s. So long. Yeah, it was pent up uh, aggression, animosity, fandom. And uh, yeah, they came out. It was It was good to see. And did it push them over this slight edge? That Absolutely, they, yeah. it did. The Buffalo Bills, uh, they beat the Indianapolis Colts and win their first playoff game since, I believe, 1994? I don't know. Let's just say yes, because that sounds yeah, dramatic. 94, <laughs> I don't know, sometime in the 90s. First time they, they won a playoff game since the 90s. So, very good for the Bills. Um I'm not going to dive too deep into each and every one of these. Oh, things. sure. It's, if you're a so Bills fan, though, uh, yeah, you sweat a little bit at the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course you sweat a little bit at the end because we thought the Bills were billsing it. But, hey, they they pulled it off. They have that good defense. They have Josh Allen. Yep. They have Stephon Diggs. They have a very good team. And they're going to be moving on to the divisional round where they will face the Baltimore Ravens, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, they will be facing the Baltimore Ravens. Just go back to the wild card. Uh, yes, you are correct on that. Just to, just from confirmation. To, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, from confirmation. And then 
Um, we already went over the Rams Seattle games. There's really nothing to talk about. Yeah. So you, uh, I, well, how surprised were you? I was shocked. Yeah. So I I did not expect this to come out of the Rams because the Rams. I, I I'm sorry. I, okay. Well, sue me. I I I picked against the team that lost to the Jets in the regular season. Sue me. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, listen, what, what you would, bad, what freezing cold take I, I had. Listen, you would, you would win that lawsuit if you did get sued. And uh, I, nobody expected this. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I defy I anyone. Expect, some people expected it, and those people are vindicated. But. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe a close game, but not like this. This is a pretty good beatdown. Yeah. 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 Well, it was like 10 points, about as close to a beatdown as you can get. Anyways, on to Saturday night, one of the most <laughs> anticipated games ever. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers predictably defeated the Washington football team by a score of 31 to 23. Um, very good showing, at least from the offensive standpoint from Tampa. That was uh that was one of the things that everyone hyped up the Bucs. They yeah, have perf- perf- they have a murderous receiving core. By the way, when you have Antonio Brown as your number three, yeah, that that's when you know that you have. That's when you know that you have maybe a little too much. You got tar- you got definitely got targets. You have Scotty Miller coming <laughs> yeah, off yeah. the bench. You got you got, you got targets. <laughs> definitely got targets. Um, however, uh, you know, um, forget uh, the Bucks, man. The real story. Was Taylor Heineke? What Taylor the hell? Heineke. What the hell? What the guy hell, man? who is taking, I think, engineering classes at Old Dominion not not that long ago, and starting an NFL playoff game, and you know, played as well um, as you could couldn't, want. Couldn't a get a starting job in the is. XFL, <laughs> right? Yeah, dude, now, this is awesome. This is and, awesome. And now he's he's starting a playoff game against. Tom Brady, can you imagine? <laughs> imagine that. Can you imagine? Just imagine ascending that much right. within like a couple months. Just imagine that. Yeah, and uh, I would, you know, no stretch. Most people would have crumbled under this pressure, but um, this would be like me going to bat against Garrett Cole. Like I'm just a, I'm just, I'm just a podcaster. Yeah, you're you're just a guy who runs a runs a little studio. Yeah. Doing podcasts from time to time, you know, he, he was on a TV show. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was on TV I, uh, a few years I, ago. Yeah, I, you know, I'd swing a bat in, the, in a batting cage at putt putt, but <laughs> you know, that's the ones I have at the miniature golf course. But yeah, but and I think he did not do that bad. Twenty six for forty four, three hundred six yards, one touchdown, one interception. Like that's like, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. What can I say? This is like Rocky Balboa going against stuff. Apollo Creed in the first Rocky movie. He. Put up a good show. Yeah, made it. Put up. Yeah, made it close. Made I mean, it close. They were a touchdown and a two point conversion away from tying this game. Yeah, they got as close as eighteen sixteen. So, <laughs> I mean, Bucks fans sweating a little bit. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. First time your team's in the playoffs since two thousand seven. Yeah, you get your ass kicked by a team that's in the NFC East. Next thing you know, you're in the same exact situation. You're about to lose to a team that's in the NFC East. Uh oh, and then you're sweating. Oh my god! And, and then you could get you it imagine done. the story that the headlines? Oh Tom Brady god. lost to a, a guy that, that was Tom Brady that, that couldn't crack that could barely Tom, crack the XFL. Tom Brady loses to engineering student at yeah. Old Dominion. Yeah, but that that didn't happen. I think he's won himself a job somewhere. Uh, oh yeah, at least as a backup. Yeah, uh, dude, being a backup quarterback, huh, 
Just imagine how that guy's uh, girlfriend must be feeling right now. <laughs> he's like, she's like, Phew. yeah. Uh, but talk about financial stability. Being a good backup oh, yeah. quarterback. Yeah, take, that's a hell of a job. Take that check. I wonder how much he he made for that one game. Probably pretty decent chunk, I imagine. Yeah, a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, it's not bad. Maybe a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. bad. So hats, hats off to him. I hope. Uh, I like I like this these kind of stories. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny stuff, and that brings us to Sunday, the Sunday slate of games. The Baltimore Ravens defeated the Tennessee Titans by a score of twenty to thirteen. I did not expect this. Really? I did not expect this. I'm gonna be straight up. I'm gonna keep a one hundred with everyone. Yeah. I did not expect this. I had the Titans as uh, the Titans were my big sleeper heading into the playoffs. I said that these guys were good. Yeah, well, they came that, right now, 10 zip, 10 zip lead, but then you, know, you can't sleep on Lamar Jackson, man. You cannot, you cannot sleep. Ever ever since ever since the shit on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Ever since the shit, he's been unstoppable. And that is kind of exactly what happened, and just... I mean, I don't know what else you can say about this other than a great showing of talent by Baltimore who's been vying to get um, a kind of validation from the football community, from the sports community. And so I think they did it with this win. I think a lot of people are starting to realize that, oh, these guys, these guys are good. They're not so far removed from last year's form. Yeah. And it, it doesn't hurt when your quarterback is also one of the best like running backs in the league. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't holy hurt. crap, man. Although Lamar Jackson has the, the such an awkward throwing motion. I can't. <laughs> it, yeah, do you think he's gonna need like Tommy John surgery? Like in dude, a year? I, I guess I don't know how to explain it. He just he just kind of sidearms it, and God, it, it makes my elbow hurt trying to do it. Just, he, he can't. He just has such a bad throwing motion. I don't like it. Yeah, uh, just for uh, Lamar rushed for uh, one thousand and five yards this season. I mean, that's a pretty, it's a pretty enviable statistic. Um, six point three yards per carry. Last year's at six point nine. That's you're, you know you're in a tight spot. Maybe you're you know you're you're in a, like a third and five, third and six. And uh, you need that first down, uh, and, and uh, you just never know. And then even when he takes off, you don't know how far he's going to go. He might as well just go for the end zone, which he did in this game. And he made it, he makes it look so easy. Lamar Jackson is so fun to watch. He's yeah. like say, and I've been hearing so many people just go to town on him. It's like, oh, he's a bad quarterback. He's this, he's that, he can't throw. I'm like, yeah, Lamar Jackson is not the best thrower in the world, but I'd take him. Like, if if you gave me the opportunity to trade Daniel Jones for, for Lamar Jackson <laughs> one for one, shit, I'm well, taking that I offer. Mean, come on, that's not a stretch, right? Is that, uh, that's that, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I I mean I think everybody would take that trade, right? Ooh, I think even Daniel yeah, James dude. Daniel Jones would be like, yeah, I would do that too. Yeah, Jones is like shit, man. Yeah. I get to go to the Ravens. Well, Jones and Jackson aren't that different as actually I don't want to bring up Daniel Jones. Daniel All Jones right. didn't play this weekend. He didn't. 
<laughs> and he's playing golf, maybe. Damn you, Evan Ingram. Damn you. Yeah. Well, he wasn't the only source of the problem. You know, if he had caught a couple of those balls, yeah, would have, uh, the outcome one, would have been different. So, one catch. One yeah. catch is all a duck. Uh, Ravens. Uh, you got to catch that shit. Anyways, you're still mad, right? Still, yes, I'm still so, uh, mad. The, uh, about that, it. that Eagles game like two months ago. When yes, that was, yeah. well, when the Giants could have played in the playoffs. Yep. Yes, yeah, for sure. What? It, what? It, All right, now we move on to probably the funniest game of the weekend: yes. the Nickelodeon Bowl, the Nick Bowl, <laughs> or the the SpongeBob Bowl, the SpongeBob. Yeah, no, 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 what? The Bubble Bowl, the Bubble Bowl, the Bubble Bowl. The that, bubble bowl. That's. Please tell me you know what reference I'm making. The bubble, uh, you're bubble not... bowl, the sweet victory that that SpongeBob episode. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I thought you were talking about yeah, Sandy's the, bubble, the but... bubble bowl. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, in, in in an otherwise sleepy kind of game, twenty-one to nine. You know, any game with Mitch Trubisky and forty-two-year-old Drew Brees playing in it <laughs> is not going to end up. Being must watch TV. The Bears were eight and eight. They were a dead team walking, and when you know they were exposed by a team that's also been very sus. So, but the funniest thing about this is that is that Mitch Trubisky won MVP. And so, for those who somehow don't know. Nickelodeon did a a poll yes. for who was going to win MVP of the game. Right. And, and any <laughs> fan poll with Mitch Trubisky on it right. on the is going to be a disaster. Of course. Because Mitch Trubisky is one of the biggest memes in football. I'd say he's in the top five I, spot oh. for top five biggest memes in football. Sure. And <laughs> unsurprisingly, he wins by a landslide. Right. A landslide. <laughs> and, and I remember when the, the commentary crew, it's not, it wasn't even a legit commentary crew. It was Nate Burleson, this, <laughs> this chick who was probably on, like, I don't know, like someone who was on Henry Danger or something like that, and Ian Eagles. Son. Right. So. That's funny. And I remember when Nate Burleson was like, well, you, you know, uh, this uh, uh, no, it's it's guy. He tried tries hardest, and you no, know, uh, just I I can imagine. And did you say MVP or NVP? N. Yes, as a Nickelodeon most valuable yes. player. All right. <laughs> There's a whole graphic and everything. Graphic he looks awesome. But, you know, this looks like uh, and look, I guess that's the award, right? It's a Nick yes. Blimp. Nick you, Blimp with slime. <laughs> with slime on it. No, it's, well, it's, it's at straight least he, out of the he, Kids' Choice Awards. He didn't leave empty-handed, at least. Yeah. But I'm sure he would have rather have won the game, I guess. But, <laughs> that's and he, uh, here's the, yeah, the voting. Uh, he won 49% of the vote. Okay, second place was Akeem Hicks, Akeem Hicks. with 16%. And then, uh, yeah, and then Cam Jordan, Cam Jordan 8%. 8% so like, yes. Yeah. I mean, ostensibly, I guess these are like brain dead kids voting on this. I don't know. No, 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 it wasn't brain dead. A majority of the fans watching this were adults that were just like, oh my God. He's on the ballot? A playoff game on Nick? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So, like, he didn't get slimed or nothing? No, he didn't get slimed. He didn't have to put his hand up like a nose to get a flag or anything like in Double Dare? No, Uh, no. All right, well. 
I hope you have space on your. Good, although I think one, Mitch has got space on yeah, his mantle for yeah, this one. Although one thing I will <laughs> say about the the broadcast, I was unironically good. I actually enjoyed watching it, and I remember when they. I remember they did a whole SpongeBob animation in the Krusty Krab where Damn. everybody's getting hyped to watch the game. And then, like, you know, like every every uh, network has a specific NFL theme. Going into this game, like, as the Nickelodeon blimp was going over the Superdome, <laughs> they, played the, they played the SpongeBob opening. And I remember I was just like, Yes! Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. Captain. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hear you. Yeah, that's aye. awesome. Dude, and and I think I remember hearing the Jimmy Neutron theme somewhere in there. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I, and, the, I, and the broadcasters knew there were adults watching us. I made Drake and Josh references. Yeah, yeah, although yeah. I did not hear any iCarly or Victorious, and I'm pissed. I am pissed at the absolute <laughs> lack Why? of iCarly references. I didn't know you were a fan. I'm, oh, dude, I, give me, dude, give me, give me, give me, give me. Literally, my wallpaper for oh. the last three years has been this collage. I've never looked at your phone. Is that a Gibby collage on your phone? Yes, it is a Gibby collage. And he's not wearing a shirt. Okay, yes. this is. Uh, he's not wearing a shirt in half of the half of the pictures. And he's not wearing a shirt in half the episodes either. So, <laughs> so you're you're on board with the iCarly reboot then? Um, hell yes. Okay, without what's her face, Sam. Oh, you've got to be kidding! Well, there's the waste of an unfiltered iCarly. Yeah, well, she may uh, she may change her mind once they maybe they'll back up a a, a Brinks truck on her lawn. Well, well yeah, well, <laughs> I think they're going to be allowed to curse on this one. What? I think. Well, because a majority of the fans of iCarly are my age. Right. Now. Right. I <laughs> like uh, wow, okay. Disney you, with the R rated Deadpool you, and now iCarly where they where, where they drop F bombs. I would be on board with this. No, they wouldn't even have to drop F bombs. <laughs> it would just have to be like imagine a I mean they're yeah, you're right. They're, they're all okay, adults let's now. not talk about suggestive themes when this is Dan Schneider directing a right. show. Okay, him yes. uh, him uh, Google his old controversy. We're not going to go into that. Yes, but, uh, we're, we're not going to, you just go down a rabbit hole of YouTube clips. Well, of now we Dan got the Schneider. Nick Bowl. What's up? What's next? Uh, the the Adult Swim Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network would be awesome. Dude, Cartoon Network. Very awesome. Oh, dude, you could have uh, the goddamn I know <laughs> this is I know this is a stretch, but I'd, I'd love their theme to be Beyblade, Beyblade. <laughs> That's that would be cool. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> Cartoon Network would be awesome. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, an NFL NFL game on Cartoon Network? Shit, I'd watch that. Yeah, for sure. They already do the Pro Bowl on Disney XD. Nickelode- How did this happen? Do you know any background I, on I, this? I don't know any background okay. on it. I just saw it on my Twitter feed one day, and I'm like, oh hell yes, yeah. And it was a simulcast, so people were enforced <laughs> to watch it on Nick. Yeah, but why wouldn't you, right? <laughs> yeah. I think this beat out I I I assume this beat out the CBS ratings with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. <laughs> yeah, I should hope so. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. They had the slime in the end zone. Yeah. It was awesome. All right. Let's go to All right, and then we go to the uh this, the main event. The main event. Ding ding. Ding ding to the, rival the, teams. The lead up of all weekend. The cream of the crop. The harvest. The creme de la creme. The cream of the crap of <laughs> the 
of the Super Wild Card Weekend. The battle for the border of Ohio, Pennsylvania, everybody. The Salt Bowl, as Urinating Tree called it. Yes. The Cleveland Browns. And just don't let the school the scoreboard fool you. The Cleveland Brown, the Cleveland, ah, the Cleveland. I'm sorry, I'm not used to talking about the Browns right. in the playoffs. Yeah, I know, I know. The, you can't. He can't even say it. The Cleveland. He can't even form the sentence. The it's so crazy. The Cleveland Browns bludgeoned the Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field. Yes, by a score of forty-eight to thirty-seven. I know forty-eight to thirty-seven doesn't seem like a bludgeoning score, but look oh, at the first it was. quarter. Yeah, it was. History was made, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever wondered what over two decades of pent-up rage and pure malice being let out looks like, you get this game. Yes. Cleveland, uh, proximity-wise, very close. Bitter rivals. uh, If you're in the Ohio area. Bitter rivals for years. Oh, my God. Everyone in Pittsburgh hates Cleveland. Everyone in Cleveland hates Pittsburgh. And uh, Pittsburgh came out to a a very quick start. Almost. uh, The first play from scrimmage. Yes. The first play from scrimmage. Marquise Bouncy, whoop, right over the head of Big Ben. Yeah, bam, touchdown. I'd say Big Ben, the clock wouldn't even have caught that snap. That was so (laughs) off target. (laughs) But I, yeah, I, I, I. I don't know if he uh, if he drank extra coffee that day, but that that yeah that snap was nowhere. He was close. not eating his mingies, or he maybe no. ate a little too much. Mingies. Yeah, maybe you know. Okay, sometimes if uh, everything in moderation, everybody. But that set the tone for the the whole game. <laughs> the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> so Cleveland scores a touchdown on that failed snap yep. for first first play of the game. Yep. First play from scrimmage. Yep. And then next drive, Ben throws an interception. Yes, one of and, many. <laughs> and then. Now and then, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, touchdown. Yeah, Jarvis and then, Landry, man. Third, and then the next drive, Pittsburgh, I assume, gets stopped or bent through an R pick. And then, okay, yeah, it was... Fumble, okay, pick. Okay, fumble, pick, and then a punt. Then and then Kareem pick. Hunt ran for a touchdown, right. and then Ben gets picked off again. Yes. And then Kareem Hunt runs for another touchdown, and that was the end of the first quarter. Right. 28 to nothing. In the first quarter. And can we pull up the stats real quick? Because yes, I, we can. I haven't viewed a lot of the stats this game. Um, and can I say something? Uh, you may. You know, I hate to say this, okay. but <sighs> I, I've had a long history with this man. And sure. If you, you know, he was he was my personal blooper reel he last year. Said some controversial statements and, that you did not appreciate. Yes, and but, now he might have been right. But, but. All, all I will say <laughs> is, Baker Mayfield ate his mingies. He did this week. He ate his mingies. He threw for three touchdowns, no interceptions. Kudos yeah. to him. I raise a drink to him. I respect. Uh, all right, I'll, I respect. Right, I respect uh, a man sure. who can who can come back from a sophomore slump like that. Yeah, you uh, can turn a franchise like Cleveland around. Shit, man that that yeah. gets that gets my respect. Did a great job and punched Pittsburgh in the face right in the first quarter and uh, uh, stunned them. Dude, we'll, early we'll get on. to Pittsburgh in a minute, but. I mean, um, you. I mean, oh, all right. The twenty-eight oh. zip in the first quarter—that was a surprise. But the 
Uh, you know, maybe Ben playing so poorly, throwing so many picks. I don't know if that was as a surprise. But the Steelers losing this game, that's not a lot. Couldn't have been that. I think we both picked Cleveland, didn't we, last week-ish? I, I picked Pittsburgh because Stefanski, I did not think this lowly of them. I thought lowly <laughs> yeah, of them. I, did. After, I, think, I, I, I thought pretty lowly after week 16. Well, yeah. Or week 15 after they lost the Bengals. I thought pretty lowly of them. But the bar was not that low. It was pretty low. You should have lowered the bar. But it wasn't to losing <laughs> to the Cleveland Browns special teams coordinator right. with with Odell Beckham out with a torn ACL. Yep. Kind of low. And, and Steelers fans will talk about Ben throwing, torching a, a second string secondary for four touchdowns and 500 yards. That was that's a Mickey Mouse stat line. Four picks is all you need to know. Oh, the, yes, all the rest of the yes, stat line doesn't matter. Four picks. <laughs> four, four picks. picks. And, and I'm typically not bullish on old quarterbacks. I haven't been bullish on Ben Roethlisberger. I I've thought he always got a little bit too much blame, but after watching this game, I'm like, ooh, God. Well, Yikes, he's cooked. I, I mean, let's, let's you know, let's give him a little credit. They 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 came back. They came it was roaring back. Say backup secondary playing prevent <laughs> defense. Sure, I understand. I understand, but the, the Browns were resting players by the second quarter. Yes, but they came within uh, thirteen. They came within two two touchdowns. <laughs> they, you know, they they didn't give up. But yes, yeah. they were. <laughs> the, the, the The Browns players should be well rested for next week. Oh, yes. Oh. I uh, well, so many yinzers. It's like if you well, look at if you look at uh, <laughs> if, if you look. Oh, dude, did you see Tree's live stream? I didn't watch the live stream. I was watching his tweets, and I could see the the just the, the exasperation. <laughs> he had a live stream mm -hmm. live. He was screaming. He was screaming. Yeah. And he's uh yeah he's. It, Big he Steelers is the re resident Yinzer. Yes. He's a cynical bastard as a Steelers fan. He threw up his pierogies that day because... Uh, yeah. Oh, dude. Let's just say that in in uh, the West Pennsylvania area, let's just say that if we look at Giant Eagle sales records <laughs> for that, <laughs> for this, Eagle. for that night... Yes. Let's just say that on the bar graph of the icy light, right, and any hard liquor <laughs> category, yeah. we'll see a big spike, right, in that in that area from Sunday night to say like <laughs> Tuesday afternoon, right? Yeah, they they like their booze in Pittsburgh. They they love their icy lights. Their icy lights. Then you, yins, yins better uh, head down the Giant Eagles and get some icy light. Yeah, Yins better get there before it all runs out. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Yins. Uh, yins really. Oh, uh, uh, Yins really blew it this year. And let me just uh, say something about uh, um, about like the state of the Steelers. Um, I, and Tree covered this. Excellently okay. in his Congrats Steelers video, um, which just launched today. Okay. If you're not already subscribed to him, you should. And most of my audience is probably subscribed to him because I have like 10 people on my YouTube audience. And well, for those listening on SoundCloud, which is way bigger 
than my YouTube audience. Yeah, we'll get them there. If you're listening, go watch on YouTube. It's fun. It's funny. You, you get to see. You get to see our exasperation. In, yes. In, you got to with see your my very own expressions. Yes. yes. And um, there's just been so much talk about like the Steelers and the culture because the the culture sucks in Pittsburgh now. We thought it was getting better after AB left and like it, <laughs> like you know the old the old Pittsburgh mentality. I mean, you know, they kind of adopted the whole Teddy Roosevelt persona of speak softly and carry a big stick. Yes. Kind of hard, in-your-face, mash-mouth, hard-nosed, just good football. Good blue-collar football to represent the workers of the steel mills in Pittsburgh. It's right. perfect. But these guys got flashy, and we saw it with... With A.B. and Le'Veon and Ben, and I, I thought it was getting better. I thought that these guys, like, dude, this is a return to form for the Steelers. Like, they were they were winning off defense. They were winning tough, competitive, big in-your-face games. And I love seeing that because I've, I've pers- I personally like the Steelers as a team. I'll always, well, I don't like these Steelers. But I've always had a soft spot. I've always had a okay. soft spot for Steelers because I liked how, like, historically, their culture has always been kind of hard-nosed, old-fashioned, and I kind of like that stuff. Like, okay. I'm kind of an old head. That, sure. That, that's just me. But <laughs> but I always have a soft spot for those kind of teams. And what we are seeing can be encapsulated in two words. Okay. Corvette. Corvette. I tweeted that after the I, I first saw, Ben interception. I saw. Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> For those who have been living under a rock, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, danced on logos and uh, did quite a bit of uh, uh, things to make him a uh, target. And... A lot of a lot of stuff spawned out of that, and <laughs> there it is, Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> so much, so much. Just I, I can't, I can't stand these sealers. They're just, <sighs> yeah. Well, and and in what, and we're seeing that it wasn't just a personal problem with AB and Bell. This is a culture problem. This is coaching. This is not. It's not. Yeah, not one person. This not, two not people. This is not players. This is Tomlin. This is Feekner. <laughs> this is. I. I think Butler is still the defensive coordinator. Maybe I don't know. But. But the Steelers need to do some soul searching, and they need. They need to trim some fat. They trimmed it before, but in I don't know. I don't know what earth other than this one where Mike Tomlin doesn't get fired after this. <laughs> well, he's still safe now, right? Well, unless, well, uh, well, well, the thing uh, is, the, unless, Steelers, uh, the Steelers have had a legacy of not firing coaches. Sure. And this even goes back to when Chuck Knoll was senile and running the team <laughs> another ground in the 80s. Chuck Knoll. That's, a, that's a name from the past. Chuck Knoll. Like when the Steelers were irrelevant in the 80s and Chuck Knoll stayed there 
all for because we we let our guys retire or their contracts expire, which basically means that, that they're fired yeah. or they're or they're goaded into retirement or or they're just not brought back. Right. <laughs> and Tomlin's contract needs to expire very quickly. Very quickly. I am like I can't stand Mike Tomlin at this point. He's just he's just not good. Not good. He's um uh well Tomlin's under contract through this year, so twenty twenty one. Or next year. Well this year, this year. With a twenty twenty two joint option <laughs> uh, between the team and the coach. Um yeah. Well good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yep. Good luck with that. And can I just say one more thing? Absolutely. You, you say subject. as many things as you want. Dan Rooney has to be <laughs> turning like a rotisserie <laughs> chicken in his grave right now. Turning like the Costco rotisserie chicken in a in his grave, right. wherever that may be <laughs> right now. This would not stand. And you know who would also be pissed off at this? Who's that? Wellington Mara. Yeah. Because the Maras and the Roonies suspend me. Oh, they're like this. One of the most famous actresses in the world. She's a Mara. Her name's Rooney Mara. Yes. <laughs> so Wellington Mara would also be disgusted right. at this. Well, okay, exposed. True colors shown this weekend. Just like every year with these damn which, Steelers. Yeah. Which, All right. Well, let's move on to... Uh, Let's move on to baseball. We're gonna Okay. We, we've got we've got a couple <laughs> things to talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna grease by this very lightly. No, but we're not talking about DJ LeMayu for okay. now. Okay. But we'll we'll talk about him later. Okay. Well let's talk about uh, a trade that uh, our crosstown neighbors made. <laughs> the New York Mets, Steve Cohen. I have been somewhat critical of him in the in the last few weeks. How so? Because he talked a big game, right? But he didn't do anything aside from the James McCann trade, right? And he shut me up with this one: <laughs> the New York Mets traded for Francisco Lindor yeah. for peanuts, right? And, Carlo, uh, and, and, and Carlos got, Carrasco. They got Carrasco. Don't, and don't, Carlos Carrasco. Don't sleep on Carlos. <laughs> uh, he's, he's an upgrade as monster, well. The Cookie Monster, Carlos yeah. Carrasco. Yeah. And this is a fantastic trade. I cannot stress this enough. Oh my god! I don't. I mean, whoa! This is huge. This, yes, this is a great. I mean, this for, signals that things are different in Flushing now. Yeah, things are different, and I'm not going to say that this makes them better than the Yankees. I'm not going to say them. This makes them the top dog in the National League. Hell, I'm not even going to say this makes them the top dog in their division. Because I still think the Braves are better, especially after signing Mr. Game Seven. <laughs> and but but Lindor makes the Mets awesome. serious. Yes. Serious. Absolutely serious. And this is a huge trade. And you know, I'm not gonna be like most Yankee fans in seethe because that's what Mets fans want. Sure. Mets fans talked about the Yankees when they made this trade. Well, Mets I mean, fans why would always you, talk about the Why would the you Yankees? see that if the Yankees had pulled off something like this, it would have been celebration over in the Bronx, man. Well, yeah, anybody <laughs> Meanwhile, would celebrate at their team trading for Francisco Lindor. Yeah. He's one of the best in the business. Absolutely. But, but Yankee fans, I'm I'm not pissed off at this trade because bottom line is they're a team in the National League. And guess what? The Yankees, as of right now, still have a better roster than the Mets. 
still have a better roster. As of right now. As of right now. No, not as of right now. As for probably the next few years, they have <laughs> okay. a better roster. All right. There's there's a lot of talent out there still. <laughs> okay. You know what? The Yankees have Jason Dominguez coming up through the system. He's, right. okay. he's an impending meteor. That's going to hit the Bronx very soon, probably by my sophomore year of college or something like that. He's going to be here. He's going to be 19 years old. You know a guy who's gotten comparisons to, uh, I don't know. You may have heard of him. I don't know. Mickey Mantle. You may have heard comparisons. <laughs> you may have heard that name. That's a, that's a bold statement, my friend. It, uh, that, that didn't come from me. Right. That did not come from me. Okay. You know, I do not compare. No, you don't even make predictions. I, really, I, don't, so. I don't even compare Mike Trout to Mickey Mantle. Mike okay. Trout is Mike Trout. Mike Trout is Mike Trout. Mike Trout is Mike Trout. Between Mike Trout, I still think Mantle's better than Trout because when you consider that Mantle played every season ahead of his rookie season with on on one leg, basically because he basically tore tore every bit of cartilage in his knee. He played with he played on one one knee yeah. for the rest of his career, and he still got in the home run race with Roger Maris, but. Anyways, that yeah, but this is some wheeling and dealing, man. So Mets this gave is, up four this players. Is awesome. This is awesome. Uh, Include their nine and ten prospects. They have to give up any any top oh, prospects for this. Yeah, so, and this is great for New York. It's great. You know what? I'm I'm happy for the Mets as a team because I like them as a team. I think that Jacob Degrom, uh, the, there's not a single unlikable player on that roster. It's yeah. a very likable group of guys, and I like the Mets. God, I I don't. I, I, I can't stand the fans. Right. But I yeah. like the Mets. I, I, I can't like hate the Mets. The, the Mets themselves, though. Dude, I, I, I like the Mets themselves. You know, I like... I, I, I've always liked Jacob deGrom. I've always liked Thor. Um, sure. Syndergaard. Pete Alonzo. Yeah. Uh, Jeff McNeil. He's a funny little player. Um, <laughs> and, and they have Todd Frazier. Yeah. I, I think. I think they still have Todd Frazier. But I love the Todd father. Yeah, I love all these other rivals. This is from the St. Louis Post Dispatch headline: Everyone's seething. Lindor bad for baseball. Lindor trade bad for baseball. Like, come on! How, how is that bad for baseball? Like, who wrote here. that article? I, who wrote no, that? Let's no, call, no, no, no. Let's, let's see call, the name. Let's call them out. Uh, ben Fredrickson. Now, ben first Fredrickson. of all, what kind of name is that? Second of all, you should be fired. <laughs> he won't be fired. Current state of sports journalism, yeah. everyone. <laughs> Yay for journalism. Get that all out of here. This is why I started this show, because of people like him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you can't. Come on, yeah. man. What a great. Dude, great, great for the Mets. You know what? Yeah. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for I'm, them, too. I'm happy for them. No, the Subway Series is going to be funny. It's going to be fun now. <laughs> is that that gonna be you're fun. calling it right now, the it's Subway gonna be Series? It's going to fun instead of funny. The Subway Series, it's gonna be, it's it's gonna this be. This gives the now. Mets enough juice to get past the Dodgers and the Padres. No, no, no. <laughs> hell no. Okay. Nobody right. in the National okay. League comes close right. to the Dodgers except maybe the Braves. All right. Maybe the Braves it gives them a better chance. It, it gives them a better chance. Yeah. That, I think they're a wild card team. They're definitely a playoff team with this. Oh, good lord, with this, definitely. But we still have to consider one thing. Yes. What's that? These are the New York Mets. Yes, it is. And so, no matter who owns them, something may happen. Because so for all we know, first at bat that Francisco Lindor takes a shitty field. 
There could be a grand piano that's being moved to an apartment from a crane. Right. And it could snap and it could fall on him. Right. And the piano says it has a big word Acme across of it. <laughs> yeah. These are the Mets. These things yes. have happened. Yes, these are the Mets. And I I am I am waiting to see if if uh this if this really is a change in the luck of the Mets. I mean, he could come to Queens and then maybe they could wrap him in bubble wrap and you know, like pad anything pointy. Uh, cut his steak for him, you know, all kinds of baby proof <laughs> the entire yeah, ballpark. Baby proof, yeah, the ballpark and his and wherever he's moving to. <laughs> he's probably gonna get dude, for that contract that he's gonna get. Holy shit! Yeah, exactly. He, he could get a penthouse in Queens. Also, who the hell would live in Queens? Yeah, you, I, you live in man. You live in the <laughs> Upper East Side. Yeah, get yourself a nice place. Get yourself a penthouse in the Upper East Side. Yeah. I don't know. We're guys like Frank Sinatra and yeah. Uh, what was the Rockefeller's first name? George Rockefeller. Uh, uh, Nor- Norm. No. Oh, Hang on and keep talking. I don't know where uh, where that that mayor. How do I not know this? Where, where John? John? Where John? John, where John Rockefeller. Rock- John get, Rockefeller. get out of the park. Get like a mansion in the Upper East Side, yeah. like John Rockefeller. Yeah, you've earned it. You've earned it. And uh, I saw somewhere or, uh, if Jericho didn't scoop up that place already. So, they probably built more than one. He could, you guys can be neighbors. <laughs> yeah. you guys, you're already neighbors. You can be neighbors again. You're already neighbors uh, in New York. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to welcome yeah. to uh, the Big Apple. Welcome to the Big Apple, Francisco and Mr. Carrasco. Yeah, just <laughs> enjoy and, your uh, enjoy your time here. All right. So, a quick update um, as we. Uh, switch gears. Uh, quick update on the DJ LeMay yes, situation. Yes, please update us. Um, I don't have it in front of me right now, but um, apparently um, everything that I thought was happening hasn't been happening. <laughs> yeah. And this uh, confuses me because way back in, way back like at Christmas, we were talking about or not even before Christmas, Thanksgiving. We were talking about how how um, DJ LeMahieu was going to look, um, was going to talk to our teams, and Brian Cashman was going to match whatever offer because Brian Cashman, and well, I'm not going to dive too deep into that yet, but pretty much what happened was the negotiations got turned on their head when the entire negotiation tactic didn't even be put in the put in the place right when i literally found out this week that dj lemayu was going to start contacting other teams and start fielding offers from them meanwhile brian cashman has to look at that news being like oh huh? hello mcfly <laughs> yeah hello hello anybody home <laughs> think think cashman like, think. hello like mcfly uh, what, what what like what the hell was i trying to say before because cashman I'm seeing so many Yankee fans talk about Cashman like he's the baseball version of Dave Gellman, and I just gotta say they're spoiled. First of all, <laughs> Brian Cashman has been a top five, at least top five executive right. in baseball for the last like 15, 20 years. Right. The guy has clout. The guy has a World Series championship, and he always fields a constant contender every year. And for some reason, there's so many Yankee fans that hate his guts. 
And uh, I don't understand it because Catherine, he knows what he's doing. And Catherine is smart enough not to give a 32-year-old, not to give a 32-year-old player right. a $125 million contract up front because uh, that's just, uh, forget baseball, that's bad business. Right. That that's not how negotiating works, right. and and the man you thought he could get, thought he could get a lot more, and he hasn't gotten more from Cashman. The current offer as it stands right now from the Yankees, I think, is four years at eighty four million, which is still a generous offer. I'm I'd be hard pressed. That's a great offer. I'd be hard pressed <laughs> to see if Lemayhu gets anything else. Right. So he's probably looking and, for five and one hundred. And I heard this on uh, Talking Yanks uh, with John Boy, and and the same exact situation happened with Derek Jeter in twenty ten. Yeah, aging, aging middle infielder, great player, and he was looking for a lot of money. He spat in Brian Cashman's face right. when he was given the three years and fifty one million dollars <laughs> that he would later end up signing. And he said, "All right, name name anyone you can get that's better than me." And Brian Cashman, literally, just in the in the funniest, most boss move ever, because this guy is a franchise icon, an icon oh, to baseball. Still, you think Yankees? You think Derek Jeter? Yes. But he starts listing off guys who are better than Jeter, and Jeter. At this point, they're probably punched Cashman in the face. <laughs> and then he went out, thought he could get, like, $100 million, yeah, yeah, yeah. like LeMayu. And he didn't, and he ended up re-signing with the Yankees for three years and $51 million. Yeah. And I, I think that is the most likely scenario that happens, barring a superhuman offer from the Dodgers that gives him what he wants, which is lucrative. <laughs> It's not out of the question. Which, which is lucrative <laughs> for a guy group, his age. They got money. For a guy his age. <laughs> they would welcome him to Honestly, the West Coast. If, if you wants $100, $125 million over five years, buy Felicia. I'm not paying that. No. For as good as DJ LeMahieu is, there's definitely a few bargain options out there that could, that could at least hold the fort before next year's also superhuman free agent shortstop class. Right. So and I'm seeing so many Yankee fans get their balls all twisted up over this and saying, oh, my God, they're not paying DJ. They're not paying DJ. Fire Cashman. Fire Cashman. Cashman sucks. Cashman this. Cashman that. When, if anything, if if there's anything that has to do with finance, it's Hal Steinbrenner. <laughs> Hal Steinbrenner yeah, is the one who's in charge Hal. of the money. He's got the checkbook. He's the one who's in charge of the money. The reason the Yankees signed Garrett Cole was because Hal Steinbrenner gave them the green light to do whatever the hell he wants and pay whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Uh, well, this was, what, three days ago? Where, uh, yeah. LeVay was told three his reps. Three days ago, January 10th. <laughs> and this is on the uh, At Cam Woolley show on Twitter. Uh, asked his reps to, t- to uh, re-enter talks. Dodgers, okay, Blue Jays, enter, Mets. They didn't enter any talks. Oh, yeah, so this is just smoke? They, I don't believe they entered any talks because I would have heard if there were talks. <laughs> I've heard interest, okay. not talks. If there were talks, I would have seen it all over my timeline. There haven't been any talks. Right. 
Also, they're throwing the Braves cards in the uh, the Red Sox. <laughs> like he's signing in Boston. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, a God. luxury a luxury tax team. Yeah, screw right. that. Oh man. <laughs> so this is all smoke. You're, you're thinking? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Yeah. I well, it's not smoke in the way that he's not going to talk with our teams. He is going to talk with our teams. Right. So this is just uh, so they're they're posturing at this point. Yes. Okay. And I had a different attitude when I saw that, but after thinking about it, I'm like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm uh, like, okay, DJ, what the hell are you doing? January 10th, that Cam Willie show, all in caps. Oh my God! Exclamation! 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 Sign him already. I've have had it. <laughs> A little reactionary, but yeah. 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 All right. So yeah. you've calmed down in the last three days. I've seen. I've been. I've got some clarity. Okay. I've got some clarity. Okay. I've, There's posturing light and yes. All right. Yes. Yes. I have had clarity with this. It's getting late though. We're in mid January already. Dude, but, but we. I mean, okay. Everyone's talking about how the Yankees are the only team, or Yankee fans are talking about how the Yankees are the only team that's sitting on their hands. Sure. No, everybody. But every is. team except, except the. Except the yeah. Except the Mets and Padres have been sitting on their hands. Yeah. No other team has made any significant moves nope. other than the Mets and Padres. No. Yeah. And they are in extraordinary situations where, one, the Padres have are playing with fire, have a super young team, and have a farm system that's amazing. And the Mets just got a new owner who's eager to, who's eager to prove his trustworthiness to the fan base. Right, and he's got money. He's oh, yeah, he's throw. got money. <laughs> oh, Mo- yeah. Money, money. Money makes things a little easier. Yeah. Whether I'll, in baseball or in just in life in general. A little bit easier. A little bit easier. <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. I mean, how much longer are they going to wait? Does it? They're, they're going to wait until they see offers from other teams. Okay. And they'll either think it's reasonable to match it. Or they'll say, what the hell are you thinking? I'm not giving you $100 million. And then he'll walk. And the baseball community is going to laugh at the Yankees, even though they're going to completely ignore that a team gave $100 million to a 32-year-old man who could very well decline. Right. (laughs) Drama, man. Baseball I'd love drama. I'd love to eat man. You got, you got to sign him. Anybody. Wait, yeah, no shit. You got to sign him. him. No, no shit. Question. You got to sign him. But remember, it's a business. There's negotiations. I'm right. not, I'm not giving him a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I, this is my change in energy, but I'm not giving him a hundred million dollars. Right. The four by 84. That's generous. It's pretty good. The four by eighty four, I'd be hard pressed to see if he gets anything else. Any yeah. like baseball experts are saying that he's gonna get like seventy sixty million, not eighty four million. That's all I'm saying is that DJ, I love you, man. But you're you're in just a little bit over your head here, man. Well, I mean for you good get, reason. I mean you, you get away <laughs> you get away with this deal when you're twenty seven. The, the the age is yes definitely against him, but his stats. You, the you, stats. I, yes, I know the numbers. Stats are good. The, man. He is. He is. The stats are great. The yes, stats I are know, phenomenal. I know. I know. But 
the bottom line is the age and it's unpredictable. The Yankees, the Yankees already have one albatross contract in Giancarlo <laughs> Sand, as good as he may be. As good well, as when, he is. When he play, when he can actually take like get onto the field, yes. Yes, the Yankees already and- have albatross contracts. <laughs> and even though the Yankees have a lot more money than every major league team combined, I don't think that there's enough fifteen dollar flat beers that can sell yeah. to to cover the cost of three major albatross contracts. I, uh, I've bought those flat beers. I've drunk those flat beers, so uh, I've contributed. You've, you've, thrown, you've <laughs> thrown up those flat beers because they probably they're probably disgusting. I, I've never thrown up at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I just saw a big tweet. What the hell? This is basketball news, but holy Whoa. shit. Well, I mean, is this unexpected? Re- breaking news, everybody. Breaking news, everybody. What? I, uh, I'll do you the honor. You can do the honors of reading uh, this. Uh, so James Harden has been pissed at the Rockets for a while, and... Knowing in the NBA, the players always get their wish because the NBA is a league that's so mired with selfishness and encourages a culture where players get whatever the hell they want the moment the situation isn't crystal clear perfect for them. James Harden dealt to the Brooklyn Nets yes. in a blockbuster deal involving Victor Oladipo and, and Karis LeVert. <laughs> and this is a three-team deal with Oladipo going from the Pacers to the Rockets. Yes. Well, what? James got it. He got his wish, man. They're not going to put him with his BS in Brooklyn, man. They're not going to let him stay like overnight. Well, okay. And, and uh, he's not going to be able to skip practice and all that. All okay, his- with Kyrie Irving going completely AWOL and falling off the edge of the earth and knowing him. But this is a team with James Harden and Kevin Durant. This is shades of the 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder we're seeing here. <laughs> Blockbuster, man. This is crazy. <laughs> wow. Oh, dude, Steve Nash has some toys to play with here. Yep. My God, James Harden, he's one of the best. He's one of the best in the league. <laughs> the best in, best in the game. Fear the and beard, man. Dude, James Harden. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, nobody, you didn't see this coming. I mean, I could have seen it coming. I, I thought Harden was going to get traded, but <laughs> just the well, shock of it on the show. He got, he got what he wanted. My God. He got what he wanted. Wow. That is, and this broke while we were recording. He was. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Dude, that is nuts. Can't really show breaking major wow. news, everybody. Wow. Wow. Breaking major wow. news. Wow. That, that, dude, the Nets, they're good. Well, meanwhile, their cross-town guys, the Knicks, have looked better. They've looked better. That's I, relative. I, I'm not going to lie. They have looked better. Julius Randle is probably playing way over his head and is a, a deadline piece at this rate. Because uh, with how Randle is playing, he could probably get a couple of first-rounders. Yeah. R.J. Barrett is R.J. Barrett. But he needs to develop a jump shot, and he needs, and he needs to learn how to shoot, because RJ Barrett in the first game he had twenty points in the first half because he shot so well. If RJ Barrett could shoot, then oh my god, he'd be a force. Because when because when he's driving the net, he looks fantastic. Yeah. 
Reed, Reed, Reed getting the layups. He's dunking. But his jump shot looks so bad. He, he's got Ben Simmons syndrome. <laughs> he looks like Ben Simmons out there. And Ben Simmons, great player. But he, he needs a shooter. Needs a shooter out there. Yeah. And they, they have Julius Randle shooting three-pointers. What the hell? What the hell do I mean the Knicks are looking better? The Knicks are the Knicks. <laughs> they do have Emmanuel quickly and Austin Rivers came off the bench yeah. and shot a couple threes. Come on. Come on. I mean, there's, it's not. Don't sugarcoat it. I'm not. I'm not Don't sugarcoat to, it. I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. Bottom line <laughs> is the Knicks, they, they look better. But that bar for better is so low. And has been lowered and 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 lowered. My hand is below the table. It's not in the shot. No. Lower and 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 lower. I'm touching the floor now. Right. Lower and lower and lower. My palm's on the floor. I cannot get any lower. Cameron Willie's disappeared, everybody. I cannot get any lower. And the Knicks have risen just a little bit above it. And again, it's all relative. Again, relative, well, uh, as you said, relative. Anyways, en- um, enjoy, enjoy, uh, enjoy Brooklyn, Mister Harden. Oh, he will enjoy it. He, he's he's got his buddy. Katie and uh, he's yeah, good. they're not going to get him. Let, let him get away with all this BS, though. That they were letting yeah. him get away with in Houston. No, Which, you it's know, the NBA. Maybe, they, they get away with everything. He can focus. He can now this, focus. This, on why, this is why I don't like the NBA. <laughs> so much selfishness. Oh yeah. So well, that's yeah. That that's why I don't really watch anymore. I'm a, I'm a team sports guy. All right. Anyways, um, let's get to the thing that I put on my Twitter, like right as I got home from okay, school. This is a day we've been waiting for for day we've been several months. For. Let's talk some <laughs> talk some as Ming is flaunting the crest right now. That's the right. New Jersey Devils are one night away from opening up their season yeah. against the Boston Bruins. Yes. Rock and twenty twenty one realigned divisions uh covid safe covid friendly divisions everybody yes a murderous division and <laughs> the devils released the roster that they're going to be uh that they're going to be putting out there on the ice yeah here it is what do you uh, what do you think as of 12:19 p.m. the devils tweeted out their their 2020 2021 roster and um as some guys that are not shocking of course you have you have jack hughes of course. Uh, uh, Nico Heesher. Yeah, Zajac, Palmieri. Zajac, Palmieri, Murray, Blackwood, um, you know, uh, Brat, who for some reason the fan base kept thinking that he was going to leave. <laughs> nope. No, you got you got your Severson. Yep, PK. Subban. Jesper. Um, although, let's talk about a couple of things that happened. Um. Right under our noses, and you, you didn't mention this, and I'm shocked, but um, the Devils signed an old face back uh, to the team on a little one-year deal. They brought back Sammy Votnin, Damn. which this makes the defensive core so much better. <laughs> I mean, you could have said that about anything, really, but yes, it does. <laughs> Absolutely. The, this makes the defensive core so much better because Votnin is a, he's a solid player. He's... He's good. You don't see him make a lot of mistakes. He's good offensively. He's a solid two-way guy. He's a power play quarterback. He gets a lot of assists. He put up a lot of points last year. And that's why they got so much value for him at the trade deadline. Hell, the prospect that was traded for him made the roster, Yane Kulkanen. Yeah. 
And, and uh, let's, let's talk about those fringe guys right okay. now. Um, Who do you want to start with? Um, Yannick Wolkinen, um, okay. he's a good, uh, I heard he looked good in scrimmages, and he was a guy who I heard a lot of buzz about. I didn't watch a lot of the scrimmages. I only caught, like, maybe 10 minutes. Of yeah, the I watched the one. highlights on Twitter. Uh, yeah, red versus white. And Wolkinen, he obviously played well enough to earn a roster spot, yep. especially in a, in a camp that was flooded with prospects. Flooded. And um, another guy who kind of showed his worth during camp and who is all but going to win the Calder at this point. Um, let's talk about uh, Igor Sharangovich. Igor Sharangovich. A guy who I've heard nothing but good things yep. about out of camp. He has looked fantastic. From what I've heard, he's going to slot in on that third or fourth line, and he is going to be good. This is the kind of depth that I talked about a couple weeks ago. Wow, that's, so, a, that's a word you know, I've like <laughs> I wanted these guys to make the roster and go out there and play well. All right, prove themselves, play well. Prove themselves. You know what? And Just stir up the bottom six. I don't even want them to put up not even like 35 points, maybe like 20. Yeah, decent numbers. You know, like a solid third, fourth line score. That's all we um, ask. We don't ask for anything. Um, some other guys who made the roster are Michael McLeod, Nathan Bastian, guys who we've been waiting to bust out since 2016 and uh, haven't, for lack of a better word. I like I like the game that McLeod plays, and I especially like the game that Bastian plays. But it just hasn't translated into a lot of points. Um, but I'm, I'm eager to see what they can do. Again, this is all about young guys. I want to see them. I want to see them play. I want to see them prove their worth. I want to see him out there. I want to see him play well. I want to see what they have so we can trim the fat. Right. Come uh, off season. And and you know what, dude? I just want to see them hold the lead. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, eh, maybe. Is that but, too much to ask? But um, And then, you know, and we're going to use the P word. We just want to see some progress. Yes. Progress. Progress. <laughs> and speaking of progress, yes. a guy who we've been clamoring to see on this team for the last couple years, who almost made the team out of camp. He was like a final cut in 2018, the year he was drafted out of the OHL, or out of the WHL. Finally, Ty Smith makes the roster. Thank God. Oh, man. Number 29, everybody. 24. 24. Number Number 24, 24, 24. Ty Smith. (laughs) Love it. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to see what this guy's got. I've heard nothing but good about him. I've seen nothing but good from him. He's one hell of a scorer. He's an offensive defenseman, and he can play a little bit of defense. He won't shit himself on the back end. But <laughs> That's saying a just, lot. <laughs> he is just something good. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to see him out there. And if he busts, then... Well, I'd be sad because I've been waiting to see him for quite a long time. But but he's just a really, really good player from what I've heard. And he's adjusted his defensive game in the WHL. Last year, he had significantly less points. So that means he only averaged around like a point a game. Yeah. As opposed to the like point and a half the year before. Yeah. But I think Smith uh, worked on his defensive game a bit. And I... Made I the, think made the I, roster. I think he's going to be a third pairing guy opening night. He'll be he'll be probably playing down there with uh, like Dmitry Kulikov or something yeah. like that. And he'll uh, I can't wait to see what comes from him. 
Yeah. So I guess they're officially calling this year is still 2021, 2020, even though they're starting in January. Yes, 2020, okay. 2020. Get, get denoted. All right. It'd be awkward Although to just the be The big like, surprise here is that a guy who the Devils traded for at the deadline of the big prospect, the big chip from the Blake Coleman trade, who he only made the taxi squad, but he's going to be up there a bit because taxi squad, you know, you have guys that test positive. Yep. Like depth is big, and one of those depth pieces is going to be Nolan Foot, a guy Nolan who was drafted Foot, number twenty-five, a guy who was drafted just last year. And yeah. I've always said, I've always talked about Nolan Foot as a guy who's going to be around in like twenty twenty-two, like next year, the year after. I did not expect him to make the roster this year. Yeah. And all I can say about Nolan Foot, from all I've gathered, from all the film I've watched. Or film, <laughs> film, or any or anything I've heard is that this guy has a shot. He and not just he has a shot at at the bigs, but he has a wrister, a wicked wrister. As uh, our colleagues in Massachusetts call it, but Nolan Foot, one hell of a player. All right, I hope those wristers find the back of many nets this year. Absolutely, <laughs> is uh, is uh, is what I'm hoping for. Well, welcome, uh, welcome to the roster, Nolan. Absolutely, <laughs> welcome to the roster. Absolutely, I'm. I can't wait. Can't wait to see see what this guy has has, has to show us. Yeah, can't wait. Sorry, so there's hope. Little bit of hope. There is hope, and there would have been actual optimism because I think, holy shit, this team's going to be good. But uh, something happened in the... And I know that that's... Well, uh, I mean, it couldn't all be sunshine and rainbows, right? It couldn't all be sunshine and rainbows. These are the New Jersey Devils. They are. And we, uh, we got, got news over, over the... Yeah, uh, some shocking news. Shocking news. Surprising. Uh, Corey Crawford retired. Suddenly... Out of the blue. No explanation. Well, I mean, he had injury, but I can't blame him. I can't blame him for retiring. No official reason, though, right? We know the reason. He's been dealing with... Dude, he dealt with vertigo. Okay. In recent years. So it's, just, so it's health-related. I'd assume so. Okay. Um. Yeah, didn't hit... Didn't play in training camp. Um. I... I I thought maybe he had COVID and they were just keeping it quiet, but um, then yeah, news was it over the weekend that he returned? Like holy crap! That, so, uh, but this is New Jersey. I mean, it was fun to have a stable goaltending situation <laughs> for, for like a couple months, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, then no games played, but it it, <laughs> it was. So, I mean, we got Blackwood. Hopefully, Dude, uh, Blackwood. Hey, he's ready. He is ready. He is. All I can say about Blackwood, he is ready, and and I'm ready to see Blackwood take up an even bigger role and start even more games and take another leap. He's becoming who I can think can be an elite goaltender. Yeah, I threw out the e word when talking about Blackwood. <laughs> he has showed stuff. Okay, we, we we saw January. We saw January of last year where nobody could score on him. Yeah. It it was awesome. Dude, I remember we were seeing this. I'm like, 
It was awesome. We're like, holy shit, is this, like, what, am I watching tape from 2002? Yeah, yeah, Like, I thought it was Marty Brodeur back there. Yeah, My God. Standing on his head, man. I love it. And he's going to be playing behind a better defense. Not going to say it's a good defense or better. a great defense. A better defense. You know, you got Kulikov back there. He's uh, an essential, not flashy, but, a, but an essential defensive defenseman. Still, Vatnin's definitely going to help. Yeah. Would have been nice to have a vintage playoff caliber Corey Crawford in, in, in net, though. Yeah, would have nice. would have slept a little bit better. Yeah, would have slept a little but, better. Yeah. Uh, well, Godspeed to him. Yes. He's he's earned he's, he's earned his earned. retirement for yes. sure. Um, yes. Yeah, would have been nice to see him play in uh in a Devils jersey yeah, though. Would have been nice and uh, another returning face. Um, he'll be the backup, Scott Wedgwood. Yeah. Who played well in his little stints as uh, <laughs> as as a goalie. Yeah. He showed flashes. I remember he uh, got, like, shit. He got, like, two shutouts in a row right. one year. And <laughs> yeah. It was the, the bridge between Schneider and Blackwood. Just. Yeah. Would have been nice, though, but, yeah. hey, uh, you know, I, I don't have to step between those pipes, so yeah, I get to watch other guys do it and take, uh, you know, 100-mile-an-hour pucks to the face. So Yeah, and... And yell at them for not doing it the right way. Right, right. Yeah, yell at them when they let yes. you know easy goals go. Yes, <laughs> soft goals. Like. Yeah, softies. <laughs> yeah, the home uh, was only seventy-eight miles an hour from the point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I can't. Yeah, this wasn't the typical Zdeno Chara slap shot. No, this wasn't the Ovechkin clapper from the circle. No, it was not. So, <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, it would be nice to see games starting today, and hopefully no mishaps this season. Uh, and yeah, uh, hope to God there's no mishaps. Well, the NHL handled it very well in the the bubble. Yeah, the Canadian bubble. Yes, they did. That was mostly because it was in Canada. Yeah, they got things together up there. This uh, these divisions should be interesting, though. Like the all Canada division. The all East Coast division. Um, Why didn't they just call it the Atlantic division? Did, yeah. Did, did the Devils, they should be in the Atlantic division. Yeah. They belong in the Atlantic division. Dude, screw the Metropolitan division. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Either the Atlantic division or the Patrick division. Right. No, bring back that division. Yeah, bring, bring back the Patrick bring division. Bring back the Patrick division. <laughs> bring back, bring back uh, the Wales Conference and the Campbell Conference. Yeah. So teams aren't. Let's go. It's a weird year, man. Just bring every. Just bring it back for old time's sake. Old good old old time hockey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I um was gonna look up who, who's who's playing today. Let's see if we can get a schedule here. Oh yeah, we have tonight. We have uh, I have. We have uh, Pittsburgh at Philadelphia, Montreal, Toronto, uh, Blackhawks, Tampa Bay, Vancouver, Edmonton, and St. Louis, Colorado. So, uh, does this game start already? I think. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, this is a Penguins Flyers started at five. They start at five thirty. So, oh. in a mere few minutes. Yes, that will be starting. The Battle of Pennsylvania, everybody. <laughs> 
Um, should be look look at this clean slate right here. The uh, no Carter Hart. <laughs> Where's the hell is Carter Hart? I see Tristan Jari. Where the hell is Carter Hart? Good question. Don't tell me he got COVID. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. Flyers are good. Look at this clean slate, though. Everyone's in first place today. For the next, yeah. for the next fifteen We're in minutes. We're first place. Yeah, baby. We're in first. <laughs> yeah, the devils. We're the devils. We're the devils. The devils. The devils. The devils. <laughs> Gotta support the team. Gotta support the team. <laughs> yeah. Next uh, time I see that guy, I'm gonna get you an autograph. <laughs> yes. All right. So. Boring. Any any mail? No, no. No mail comments. Okay. Week. No, it was a busy week this week. It was a busy week. Oh, real quick, uh, college football. Uh, <laughs> college oh, football. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State got. Ohio State got their uh, their asses handed to them. Yeah. Uh, which uh, yeah. which I would gloat about. Not but, surprising. But, and <laughs> Devontae Smith all but cemented himself as a top three pick with that game. Oh wow! Yeah. And Jalen Waddle with the performance that he put up probably cemented that he's gonna fall to the Giants at at eleven. I would be very happy if that happened. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I that would, yep. that would be an upgrade. Yeah, that that would be some upgrade. Yeah, for sure. I'll tell you that much. Well, uh, yeah. When's the draft? <laughs> I mean, um, I'll, I'll look. I'll look I feel it like up. I had this memorized at this point. Uh, oh yeah, I thought I thought you said an alarm and. Uh, I don't know. Um. Give me a date. Give me a date. Uh, give me a date. April 19th. April 19th, it looks like. <laughs> Why are they doing it in Cleveland? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Probably the city that gave them the most money. I miss when they just did it in the Radio City Music Hall. Yeah. It was just like an hour and a half drive. I uh, I Yeah, I'd love to go one day. That'd be fun. Oh, dude, if it's in New York ever again, hell yes, I'm going. Yeah, we should go. I went uh, 2013. I went to the NHL draft when they had it in, uh, over at the, had Rock. At the Rock. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was when you played. Uh, I played street hockey with Ken Tanico when yeah, I, that is... and he played D, and I scored on him. <laughs> he was in a suit and tie and wearing like dress shoes. Granted, and but yeah, I think I I told that story. That guy, he he was he was playing hard. He wasn't just like eh. He was like, yeah. Like he was playing, moving you into the boards. He, and yes, he was. There's a picture of him. Yes. There's a picture of him. Like, <laughs> Leveling kind of, you into the well, boards. Well, he didn't level me. That would have been all. I, I, dude, I get level. <laughs> that would be a badge of honor to like, what just hit me? Like, whoa, did whoa. I just get hit by 10 days yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I feel like Eric Lindros. Like, you know, not Scott Stevens, but. Uh, like, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like Paul Correa. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for anybody uh, wondering about the order Jacksonville, Jets, Dolphins Dolphins is where Smith is going Devontae Smith is going to be going to the Dolphins Yeah, Falcons Bengals, Eagles Lions, Panthers Broncos, Cowboys and then the Giants at 11 I'm not going to read all <laughs> like every team but um, yeah 11 not terrible yep. I mean, I'm sure you would love to be up a few spaces, but a few slots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. 
Uh, well, good luck. Uh, April is coming. April nineteenth is coming up quick. Man, it's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> no, April twenty ninth. April twenty. Oh, April twenty ninth. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that I was like, that didn't sound right. April 29th. Circle it on your calendars, everybody. Yes. <laughs> the 29th is a... I hope to God it's a Friday. Oh, it's a... Uh, so oh. like a midweek? April 29th is a Thursday. It's Thursday. Eh. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I always treat Thursday as kind of like the yeah, like Friday. Yeah, it's Friday Junior. I love Thursdays. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, yeah. It's a big week. Big week. I was shocked we were able to get through all of Yeah, we did it. I'm sure we probably left something out. I'm going to be yeah. in the, I'm well, on, the drive, on the drive home. I'll be like, damn oh, it. Dang it. Yeah. Well, check Twitter. I'm sure you'll <laughs> Cam Willie does not hold back on Twitter. You should be following at Cam Willie Show. Yes, at follow Cam on, Willie Show. Follow on YouTube. Merch in the link below. Yep. Link in the YouTube description. Yeah. If you're listening on SoundCloud, sub on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Because we're, we're we're number one on a shared universe on SoundCloud. Let's Heck yeah, become man. number one on a shared universe on YouTube. Heck yeah, man. I love it. So for those who are just watching, uh, subscribe. Or who aren't subscribed already, be sure to subscribe at the notification bell. Absolutely be coming up with new stuff every week. Um, I stream, hell, I even stream video games sometimes. Yeah. I just got a had a dolphin emulator on on my PC, so I should be having some fun. Nice. I've been playing so much melee lately. So much melee. <laughs> oh, I was playing uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out the other night. Oh damn! On fa- streaming on Facebook, so I'm getting in the game too. You know, ape it. I got uh, I got beat by King Hippo. I forgot how to beat him. But wow, he opens his mouth. I know, I know, I know. I had to. I I called the Nintendo Power Hotline <laughs> for one ninety nine a, a minute, and I f- I remembered how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, from Ming Chen and the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, I'm Cameron Woolley. Stay classy, New Jersey. <laughs>